welcome to Chasing Who's Amber? Other Drugs. Uh, I am receiving an Amber alert, so uh, in Ville Platte, What Louisiana, is she alerted about? Uh, a, a red Dodge Ram 1500. Oh, um, classic. Of course, so, the Dodge Ram. License plate W39. Wait, that's not it. That can't be right. You probably should. Well, actually, you should read that one over the... Well, it's like really long numbers. W392715. Isn't that too many numbers? No. Probably. W392715. Yeah, that could fit. Well, there you go. So, welcome to Church and Other Drugs. <laughs> if you've seen that red Dodge Ram, it'll be too Please. late because this is tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, but actually, that won't be too late. That's Hopefully, true. What if? What if we are the reason they get found? See, look at that. Like they're in, look they're in that. Lafayette, Tennessee. By the time they hear this, and someone's like, "I done seen that Dodge Ram today." I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I should have known it was a damn Dodge. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what? Um, how are you guys doing? What? Well, my yeah, my name's Jed. What are yours? What are your names? My name is John. <laughs> we'll go with my that. Name... Wait, I'm allowed to say his name. I yeah. thought it wasn't. Yeah. Oh, fine. I'm John. I'm the other co-host. Uh, I'm Kenzie. you were going to say you're John F. Kennedy. <laughs> we had the JFK surprise. You know, uh, I, I did. The... Uh, I did. Um, I mean, it was a shot in the dark, but I tried to get him. Tried to get uh, <laughs> it was during the day, you monster. Um, I'm, uh, but I'm Kinsey. Shut the fuck up, Kinsey. Let Tyler speak. Tyler, okay, I'm, Kinsey. I'm Kinsey. I'm Kinsey. The only thing I'm, I'm going to say to the rest of this podcast. You know, so I'm done. No. Tyler, why do you look so uh, put together? Your hair is coiffed nicely. You have a, <laughs> a good sweater on. I went to church today. and um, Church. Normally I'll put a cap on right after church, but I forgot to bring a cap, so classic. What do you yeah. put in your hair? What kind of product? American crew. Oh nice. That's is that is it worth the good. money? It is yeah. for me. Yeah. Are you saying it wouldn't be for me? No, I'm just saying I can only speak for myself. <laughs> you think you're better than me? No. <laughs> no. He thinks you're ugly. I'm saying I, I am of the opinion that it is worth the money. The um, uh, I... I don't really care for the generic brand the equate or I, whatever equate i use uh it's called el patron uh classic oh, yeah. hold you, you've heard of it classic isn't it's that tequila stuff, it really? is, no that's patron oh uh, okay cool never mind then just take away the l <laughs> take away the l B. um the I, I did not go to church this morning i woke up at wow. 10 30 from a very oh, weird dream and then i went and watched a uh matt chandler sermon online to do my penance Nice. You don't like Matt Chandler? Hey, he's just a part of a denomination that I don't necessarily theologically agree with. He's a very good speaker. Wow, he he is. It, it, he like he guilt tripped me though, because at the beginning of his online sermon, yeah, it's X twenty nine. He was like, uh, "So thank you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate it, but." I encourage you, don't let this be your church. And I was like, <laughs> "Come on, bro! Like, midday, Matt. I mean, god darn." Gosh darn! <laughs> he did. He did say "dad gummit" during his sermon, and it was really funny. And, but he was classic. Serious. Yeah, dad Chandler. Yeah, <laughs> dad gummit. Um, yeah. Now, uh, he man, I will not discount that people kind of get to know Jesus because of him. That's true. Yeah, I really, I really Love like his that. sermon. I respect that. I respect that. 
<sighs> yeah, I'm more I've of been... a Paul Washer fan, you know. Who's that? <laughs> Nothing. It, it would have been a good joke Paul if Walker. you knew who that was. Paul He's Walker, like, rest in peace. Not not Paul Walker, Paul Washer, <laughs> two different people. Rest in peace. Pretty uh yeah. Anyway, I'm not gonna explain. It's just like crazy ass fucking, you know, hardcore. Old, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, is this he is like garbage. Hellfire My entire contribution stuff? of this podcast is garbage right now. So that's fine. Hey. Yeah. You can't mm-hmm. win them all, man. You can't. I can't. You can't win them the all. La- like the last minute of my contribution, just throw it in the trash. Um, let me see what I got here. Uh, oh, did I tell you? So this gave me life. So we'll do some house cleaning before we get to the show. Um, I found the greatest subreddit of all time. And I really? asked my wife, I, when I, I just started uncontrollably laughing, dying laughing, okay? It, sure. it is the most niche thing. Of, it, it is uh, fat squirrel hate is the subreddit. <laughs> and what people do is take pictures of fat squirrels and just and talk smash shame shit them. on them. Just shame on them. Like, look at this fat oh piece of crap. God. He can't even eat anymore. It's it's exactly, That's exactly so what it sounds funny. like. It's so funny. I it's an that. active community. Fat squirrel hate. <laughs> Fat squirrel hate. And the only guys. the only Reddit like communities I'm in are all gaming communities. Eyewash. Oh, I literally downloaded Reddit for Eyewash. What is Eyewash? Yeah. You just want to tell me about no, Eyewash. I, or I bleach. I, I bleach. Yeah. yeah, that one. Yeah. It's it's that handy. One. That is super I'm probably handy. on something else. It is super handy. But the the problem with Reddit is that like I'll look at I well, and I haven't done it. There was one that made me stop. I just couldn't do it anymore. But it was the watch people die subreddit. <laughs> oh gosh, that was so bad. It's so bad. The one that made me stop was a, a cartel execution or torture, and I was like, I'm I'm done. I can't uh, do that. And I'm out. That it oh. it it astounded me. Like, well, yeah. Oh, I, I was on the iBleach subreddit. I watched The Witch uh, again with somebody, and I'm like, I don't, I need to stop thinking about goats. So I start going on the eye bleach, and um, there was somebody posted said, uh, "Cute little devil goat," and it was a fucking black goat. No, I'm like, are you serious right now? He... Like I can't get away from these devil goats. Have you ever oh seen God. a Damascus goat? No. Probably don't want to look it up. You don't. That is nightmare fuel. Those are the scariest looking goats. Like for real nightmare fuel. Wow. I'm googling it. You need to. You need to. Okay. Um, I need to know. Congregation, what it Google like. Damascus. Well, now goat. I'm gonna have to. You're gonna have to. I'll wait. I can just flip it around and you guys can look at it. Oh yeah. Well, uh, it, it is. It's literally something out of. <laughs> or did you find it? It's something out of. Uh, I. It does. It definitely doesn't look real. Oh God. That one. <laughs> it's so scary. Yeah, dude, the face looks, what is it looks this? like it lo- it literally looks like the inspiration Important. for Satan. What are these? <laughs> this guy. What are these right here? What's going on here? Does it does it not Holy look shit. What is that? Does it not look insane? Like that's, that's a that's real crazy. animal. Describe what the it looks like. The record show this goat has It looks kind of like a large balls. 
It looks like if a goat was wearing a cow costume. Yes, that's because it looks like its mouth is coming out of its... It looks like it's... It does look like it's wearing a skin. Yeah, exactly. This, it mouth, literally looks... It's kind of got like a xenomorph thing going on. Yeah. And, like, it looks like the, the, the inner jaws of the xenomorph are its jaws trying to poke out of a this is what i bet suit. the inside of a xenomorph looks like is this animal it's terrifying that's a real thing that is xenomorphs are just goats in in bigger mech warrior suits yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's creepy. Super creepy have you guys ever thought about how the movie alien versus alien versus alien yeah disagree Definitely. disagree why not they're both aliens i mean Neither of them are alien to each other. Right, yeah, but, but we're talking about been they're fighting on Earth. versus Predator instead of alien versus yeah. Predator. They're fighting on our Earth. No, but technically, and as yeah, such, they are, are aliens. Dave, did you not remember? Like they're not predators, like are the ones that like, like, uh, seeded or gave it's, us it's life. That theory. I haven't looked into. I don't consider AVP canon at all. Do you do you even, do you even know the name recently. of the race of predators? Like what their actual name is? The Yautju. No. Yautju. I am so oh, I'm sorry. Yautju. Yautju. Like, uh, or the uh, Hishkuten. Dude, dude, you sound so predators. cool right now. I I cannot believe that. Man, it's just this is crazy how cool you are. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, wait, did we already get, do y'all, are you, do y'all believe in aliens? I don't know if I do. I don't. I don't. I, well, everybody I'm trying, to know that I don't. I mean, right. it's certainly a possibility, dude. Well, you, you don't believe in aliens, but you think that demons masquerade as aliens, correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. I think that's also a possibility. Correct. Yeah, I I don't know. I think like that's one of those things where it's like unless it ends up affecting me personally, I, I it just doesn't matter to me. Yeah, fair enough. Moving on. Wait, or, wait. Or it could exciting. all be sleep. I'm just saying that's like that, I just think that that's where it comes down to. It's like could be. That's here, it. Here, here was another question that was bouncing around my head. If we, if you knew conclusively. There was no heaven. Would you still be a Christian? Yes. Why? Because the Jewish people uh, that we read about in ancient Hebrews didn't really believe in heaven, and the uh, Sadducees didn't didn't either. So, uh, how does that translate to your motivation? We'll, we'll talk. Like, if yes, in- they were able. If, if I read about the, the stories and ancient whatever existences of of these people who still said that they heard from God and knew from God and God said like I'll walk with you in the darkest times I'll be with you like you just have to trust me you just have to trust me then like all I can do is trust God in that even if I can say conclusively I know there is no heaven after I die I am still going to trust this God that I've trusted in this whole time did did they believe in absolutely zero afterlife I thought they believed uh, in like a damnation if you were Sheol. bad, Sheol. Uh, or is that murky? Yes, Sheol. I, I, the, it's all them, murky. Uh, I, eventually, they got to Sheol because you have, um, like the Pharisees. They believed in an afterlife and they believed in Sheol, and obviously Jesus talks of it and and all of that. 
but I would say that overall, I don't think they really believed in anything that they just believed like, I'm going to follow what you say. But it wouldn't affect you one iota, you don't think? No, I, I well, because also you have to think of like in the in the brain of Paul or someone like right when Paul writes. Talking like, about in the brain of Kinsey, Kinsey. Yeah, I'm not talking about Paul. I'm not talking about <laughs> first century Jews. Right, but in my in my <laughs> sense, that is how I think. Is I have to think of that. Like I have to look at those who believe before me uh because that's important as well like it's all about your own faith comes from the faith of ancient like your faith doesn't exist just because you exist your faith exists because somebody told you about christ and they told and blah 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 blah. like there is a line right so you have to think of that we have to think of our history so when i say that i i and i'm not necessarily talking about paul as much as i'm talking about scripture that he wrote but like when paul's like or when Paul and even the gospels say like Jesus defeated death. And when it's written, um, when it's written, like death has no power, like sin has lost its sting. Uh, that I have to remember is there people who are believing this or possibly believe in no afterlife. And, uh, this used to give me a lot of anxiety. Cause I was like, I don't want to live. Like, I don't, I, I would hate the fact of everything going blank. I'm losing consciousness. Like, I love being awesome. I love Pete much that like that was horrifying to me. And then I had to sit with that one night. I was up to like three in the morning. I think it was like two weeks ago is when this was happening. And I was like, that scares me. If everything was blank, if everything went black and, and I had nothing like that was it. That was the end of my consciousness. Um, Can I tell you that having gone through that, it is shockingly peaceful. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's so, I'm going through that in my head. Right. And, and then I'm sitting and I'm thinking literally about like debt, like sin has lost its power. Death has lost its sting. Like, what does that mean when we say defeated death? It means that like, I shouldn't fear death, even if death means there's nothing after, like, I have to not fear that. I have to sit with the fact that I can only do as good as I can here now on earth and whatever happens will come after. And I have to be at peace with that. What it would, and I was it it would to I st- I feel like it would completely change the game as far as why would you because then you were only you were only depriving yourself of carnal pleasure for the sake of like a seemingly arbitrary set of rules. Not necessarily. But Let me if, add another layer to this. Yeah, Hold up a second. You go. So I would say yes. Um, you would say yes. But what? here's. Yes, what? That I would still, I would still follow the teachings of Jesus, and I would still do exactly what I try to do now. But here's the thing: is what I believe is, if at dead least, like the dead least thing that is is going to happen, like say heaven and hell isn't real, hypothetically, and at the end of life we fade from consciousness. So, time in like say, say like dream time and all that stuff. You get into all that study of dreams and all that stuff. It's very long, so it could seem like an eternity. So if you leave this life with a clear conscience, you're going to have peaceful that peaceful length of time when you're fading, right? You're going to you're going to have you're not going to be in eternity. It, yeah. Exactly. Or if you don't have a clear conscience and you're really really like you feel terrible about the things you've done, then there's a possibility that the dream that, that you like have it, yeah, it could be that you're fading into hell in your mind. Like at dead least, 
there's going to be something in our minds, I believe. So I want to make sure my conscience is clear but and whatever I got to do to do that. That would be an afterlife. In a sense, yeah. Yeah. I would say also this is like the the reason why I bring up like ancient the ancient Jewish and Israelite culture and, and things like that is because uh, they still believed in God. They still had faith in God. Right, now, it'd be different if you're saying, what if we found out there was no proof that God existed? Like, how would you live your life? And I think even then I would still have to say, like, I would have to believe in, in what I'm doing because the whole point is not uh, – the whole point is never like the Bible faith is never about proving God's existence is about believing right. that God has something better for you. Uh, and I, I think that that comes into play in that of like, even if you're saying it all fades to blackness, does that change everything? I know plenty of atheists who are good moral people and yeah. have high moral character. They're yeah. not just all carnal and just doing things for their own pleasure. Like that wouldn't change much for me and me uh, trying to do good. I, and that's what I don't buy like you're getting something out of it like and if nothing else you're getting intellectual superiority out of it or some sort of arrogance i don't know i just don't and i just don't buy it i don't know i don't buy the well a i don't think anyone it's even possible to be a hundred a hundred percent atheist yeah but you're not atheist how do you know this is all. This is all of us. Had funny conversation. This is all. Gotcha, a idiot. Gotcha, dude. There is nothing out there. No. Um. um no. Well, that's that's a. Yeah, that's yeah. We'll leave. Yes, correct. I'm not an atheist, so we'll leave that one there. Um, well, and it just goes like into like. There seems to be this more like the that what you're kind of talking about with that whole like superiority thing is like. The reality is, like, I've met, again, I have met people who I genuinely believe are kind, humble, like, atheists who who really don't have a superiority. They're they're just trying to do good. And, in fact, they're doing good out of the basis of not get, like, that they don't believe that there's a heaven that they have to do well, good for, which, again, is one of those things where, it, like, makes me feel like shit that I'm like, am I just doing this so I can well, get no. into somewhere good? To them, I say they are idiots go die no you're idiots (laughs) like having if i'm sorry but if there is no god i am going out in a blaze of glory and i you know i know where the fun is calling up your last hookups i don't know like when when, okay so i've I've, like so as far as like that goes at the expense of other people is where i think we all draw the line or some people draw the line some people doesn't and God and religion has nothing, sometimes, a lot of times has nothing to do with that. If you are having fun or have, enjoying carnal pleasures at the expense of other people, there's a line there. And there are atheists that don't cross that line that say, you know what, I'm going to enjoy what I want to enjoy, but I'm not going to do it at the expense of other people. I'm not going to hurt people and I'm not going to be a dick. And that's why know? I say you're stupid because like what, <laughs> because seriously, what, you, you're, you're literally, you are arbitrarily making up a morality clause that otherwise there's no, no one's going to hold you to that except yourself. And like, if there is no God, then it is all fair game. Okay. So there's the difference in doing good things because you care about God and doing good things because you care about other people. That's the compassion. You can have compassion in the absence of God. I believe I, I think that this is one of those things. Like, would you say in a way coming off maybe real bad? Dude, no, yeah, I, I love it. I'm, I'm totally gonna dive in full devil's advocate on on this side. 
that's fine. I, I think, is it one of those things that is hard to comprehend? Because again, like you feel like as you're like, oh, well, I know what happens if I kind of, in a sense, like stop believe, like, you know, that side of addiction and doing things for you and always feeling that rush that you're like, how is it possible that not everyone else would want that? Like, because I, you know what that is like, you know, like, you know what it's like to live for yourself. And so like, is it hard more to comprehend the fact of like, am I only not living for myself because of God? And like, I get angry that other people can then not live for themselves and not, and not live for God. No, I, I don't get, because I don't you get angry somehow at myself. figured out your in between. I, I, tr- I truly, truly, truly do not understand the logic. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand the logic because it's the whole the the moral relativity argument thing just rings so true to me that if there is yeah. no if there is no other than like the only reason I'm gonna do stuff for good people is for my benefit in one way or another. And I'm trying to climb a social ladder or wiggle through this social contra- construct that we call society and, you know, herd mentality and all that. And we're just gorillas trying to, you know, socialize and stuff like then everything I do is essentially selfish. There is no such thing as pure altruism. Right. Because it's making you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Check and mate. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Uh, See you next week, guys. (laughs) No, I don't know. I don't understand anything. So what's the point of life? Tacos. Real Um, real answer. Real question. What does the Bible, what, what do you believe is the point of life? Uh, I believe the point of life is, to love God and love people. That's what I was going to say, Kenzie. <laughs> That's capitalism. It's not like it? we didn't read the same book. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is the chief end of man to... Isn't that the answer? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, you know, it's when, when, G- when you know, when Jesus is asked what the greatest two commandments, and he says, love God and love people, like, yeah. that really, one thing that I love about that is a lot of people are like, well, he doesn't even bring up all these other commands about stealing and blah, 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 blah. So it's like, well, he does actually. It's he all states, encompassing. He, it encompasses literally everything. If you love your neighbor, like oh, if you I'm love people. All the laws and the prophets. Right. Yep. You know, so it's it's that sense of to, to love God and to love people. If that's the basis for everything, then I will do everything I can to try to make those work. So maybe... All right, and I'll backtrack. Maybe wouldn't it stand to this is if there are atheists listening, they're so mad at me right now for right. for oh, grossly misrepresenting their. They're no, no, probably. No. So, do you think it's they're possible? probably wait, mad wait, wait, at Tyler wait, wait, wait. and I too, though. They're probably what? They're probably mad at Tyler and I too for being like these guys also don't get it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, send me an email, at church and drugs. I mean, if an atheist is listening atheist. to a Christian podcast, I mean. Then, I'm not. Then the Lord is tickling his heart. I'm just saying, you got to understand that we're gonna we're we're biased here. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, no, no. What I was gonna say though, do you think do you think uh, that would fall under common grace? That that's just like the underlying uh, imago day in every human being that gives them that desire for compassion for other humans. A lot through that. I think that common grace goes a, probably a lot farther than we even know or will know until we do someday yeah right are you do you buy into it all um uh what's it called 
um, that God's self limits. What's that called? What's that theology? Open theism. Uh, open theism. Yes. Tyler says yes. Kenzie. <laughs> uh, I I would. I say yeah, no. I probably fall around. Eh, I don't know. That's that's I a hard to. one for me. Um, I have to. Or I won't believe in God. I mean, whoa, it's that simple. I mean, we know God in a way had to limit God's self in order to become Jesus, right? God had to limit who God was in order to become a human. Uh, and even then, God still had to do that miraculously. So, Well, aren't there some people that say that he wasn't, that he was, he was fully man and fully God? It was just in a different way. Right, so that's what I'm saying. But because he was fully man and fully God, we could still see him look at, like, look at Jesus— looking at the being touch Jesus and we weren't okay. dying. Like yeah, compared yeah, yeah. to if I you see. look at the Ark of the Covenant, which whether or not it's true or not, talks about uh, God's God's presence being so engrossed in that, that it, when somebody touched it, he died. So to then talk about a, a being like Jesus existing and, and when people touched him, right, they were healed. So it's like there, there is something there in which we have to look at, like, there is some sense of uh, limiting, I guess you could say. Yeah. But then in that, God then proves that God is unlimited because God made Jesus, like Jesus existed and became man and was man. You know who else was unlimited? Oh, Emperor Palpatine. I, okay, I thought you I were just uh, in it. But wait, so let, let, uh, <laughs> let Tyler answer. I just yeah. – and th I'm going to try to refrain from giving a huge long explanation for the why, for the reason I believe the way I believe. Um, but honestly, just from my experience in life, married a girl I thought was who got like, – I was very linear in my thinking, very purpose-driven, you know. God mm -hmm. has one woman out there for me. He has one thing. You know, there's a one path that I have to stick to. And if I stray from that, then I'm doing the wrong thing. And if I do something wrong, then I'm off of that path. And that God has it all lined up. And I have to do this, then this, then this. And married a girl that I met at church camp. <clears throat> we, uh, we struggled. I was a terrible husband. We was 19. I was, I was shitty. I, I didn't hold down a job. Um, we both made mistakes. But I'm only, only going to speak of mine. And we, um, so she gets, she gets pregnant. I currently at that time didn't have a job and I, I didn't want kids. Didn't really, didn't really like kids at the time. They got on my nerves. And <laughs> so she gets pregnant. I'm like, okay, that is a sign from God that I need to grow up and I need to, you know, I, I guess I'm ready that I didn't think I was ready to have a kid, but now I'm ready. She miscarries. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, whoa, why would God on purpose make my wife pregnant and then just take that just take that away and i had this crisis and that was the first crisis this is what started leading me down the deconstruction path and then me and my ex-wife get divorced it was a messy divorce there was a lot of things and i'm like there is no way that i can sit here and think that god purposely constructs everything and causes this and causes that and then does all this on purpose. I believe that hurricanes happen, earthquakes happen, shit happens, and God is there to give right. us give us a means to deal with those things when we need it. But I think that he spun the earth on its axis and he allows it to happen 
and he's there when we need him. But it's up to us to make that decision and to take those opportunities that he puts before us. Can he intervene though? Does that do you leave? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so you're not fully open theist to the point that God cannot intervene. That well, if sorry, you go. No, you're good. You can go ahead. I was talking. Well, I was just going to say that's that's where you get into the break between and uh, you're breaking up. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, can you have it now? Better. Yeah. Anything? Okay. Um, that's where you start to get into the separation between. So, open theism. I would say, open theism goes to say God can still intervene, whereas process theology is God, no, like God does not intervene. Uh, that's where uh, Thomas Ord, who was on the Bad Christian podcast, um like uh, a few months ago, yeah. probably uh, six months ago or so was on. Yeah, yeah. And he's a process theologian. Yeah. Um, oh, another was one the is uh, guy? he was the guy that was no. like, God only works at no, like God only works like molecular level, basic, like God, yeah. God is, doesn't interact with you. Like, uh, I think that doesn't stop Lewis. things. Not that God doesn't interact with you, but God doesn't like God, doesn't make good or bad things happen and God will not intervene in those good or bad things. I think that C.S. Lewis was an open theist in his book miracles. He, he basically says that God very, very real, rarely intervenes, but when he does, it's miraculous. So uh, like yeah, these little things that we that. call God answering prayers, this little thing that happened, that's probably not God intervening when he does intervene. It's going to be miraculous. So, all right. And this is, this is an unanswerable question, so I guess I'm just looking for opinions here. Yeah. If if this is if this is if everything is if this is literally there is nothing more important to save our souls and all of this stuff, why is it so confusing and why is it not more clear cut? Why why is there even debate? Why do you think that? Because the de- debate comes with interpretation you know when you talk to people uh uh when you talk to like certain people on different things like right when you talk to andrew andrew is fairly sure of himself and and i'm not saying that in a bad way like he's sure because how he has interpreted it how he has read it in his logical like way of thinking and and how he does it he breaks it down to say this is what it is and so when people don't have that same opinion obviously there's going to be a debate because he's like it's like going oh how do you not see it this way? Like, can I just, and it's the same with me and like things I view in free will and stuff like that is it's like how I've broken it down. It's hard for me to understand why you don't agree with me when I'm literally giving you everything that made me change. How come you're not agreeing with me once I give that same thing to you? So it really just comes down to interpretation. One of the big things that I learned was like, I have friends in from all the way to not fundamentalist, but like all the way from, you know, Calvinist and you believe in predestination, everything is predestined, dual predestination, I would say is probably the furthest way into, I have processed theologian friends. And one of the things that I learned uh, was it is actually a lot easier to have the conversations and to debate them when you go into those conversations, understanding that like, in the end, it really doesn't matter that you and I disagree on this because we have the fact that we love each other and we know that like 
God, like that we know that we do actually worship the same God, that we love the same God and, and that whether you're right or I'm right, it, it, like that's not what God's asking for. Yeah. Uh, what, what was one of the things is uh, we don't need uniformity. We need unity. And like unity does not equal uniformity. Unity. Uh, you know, like you can stand hand in hand and not necessarily look eye to eye. Things like that Ooh. is like one of the, some of the stuff that like I got that really cookie yesterday. I'm like, glad. <laughs> I think, um, like it's so, and like another. I think on a smaller scale, but a big, similar question is why does racism still exist? Because for some reason, we still live in a society that allows that. You know, it it's changing. It definitely is, but it still allows that. So, unbelief. We we can't have belief without unbelief. Like there mm-hmm. wouldn't be belief. We would all be the same thinking. So we obviously live in the universe okay. that God created that it allows for that to exist. It, it's, it's free yeah. choice. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and I, I can drive and I guess like, I'm, I guess the more specific, what the only answer, the only solution I would see, it, it would have to be like a literal, like supernatural mind washing, like brainwashing yeah. sort of thing yeah. where it would be like, I'm going to download this information into each of y'all's yeah. brain. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. I can, I can get with that. And I, I guess, and I, and I guess what you're saying as far as, you know, uh, standing arm in arm, not eye to eye, um, doing the hokey pokey, whatever you're talking about. Um, <laughs> the, I guess the, as far as the quote essentials, we all pretty much do agree for the most part. And it is pretty straightforward, which right. I guess we can boil it all back down to love God and love your neighbor. Exactly. But right. the problem yeah. is, that's well, hard. I guess my problem lately is I've been getting, I get so frustrated when I don't feel God, quote or hear God, and it, it just, it just, I, it, I don't understand it sometimes when I need, I feel like I need a certain response so badly, and it's just like not there, right. I think that's where trust comes in. Um, well, and I would, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I've had definitely had had moments like that, and I used to. Me and you and Heath talked about this. I used to be afraid to trust God. I, I wouldn't admit I didn't think that I didn't trust. I'd say I trusted God, but then I was afraid to pray for His will because I'm like, <laughs> then He's gonna fuck everything up, and then everything's <laughs> gonna go to hell, and I'm, you know. So I'm like, don't teach me anything, God. I don't want to learn nothing. I didn't trust him at all. And I'm not saying you don't. I'm just saying I think right. that that's where trust comes in, is in those moments where we don't feel him. It's just like, I got to trust that, that you're there. You know. I, I think it's I don't trust myself, I guess, because it's like I feel like I'm, I'm – sometimes I feel like I'm flying blind, and, and I'm, it's like I'm, I am looking to be led – and those are the times when it's like, if it's Ooh, up to see, me, then I am boned, brother. See, no, 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 no. Listen, though, that's that's awesome, though. I think that mm-hmm. it's very possible that he could be allowing you to trust yourself. Like, Ooh. I think that sometimes God is like, I think that I, I definitely think there's times where there's a right and wrong choice. And God's like, yeah, I definitely don't want him to do that. You know, I definitely don't want Drugs, this person probably. to kill that person, you know, so. <laughs> Um, heroin wrong <laughs> yeah he's like but then don't there's do that also one. situations where we often think i need to know what god wants me to do and i think god is like 
I want you to decide. And then whatever you decide, I'll help you out with whatever that is. Like he's going to be there with you. I, yeah, I think going along with that is there comes this, I, there comes this time for me when I had to realize like it with God sometimes actually does like you, the, the scariest thing in Jesus is we also have to understand that Jesus trusts us like there like Jesus gave us instruction to go and do like Jesus gave Jesus trusts us with the church Jesus entrusts us with, with kind and loving our neighbor trust Jesus, Jesus with your internet connection is what you need to do amen that's what I'm saying all right so, um, so <laughs> we didn't hear most of that so you yeah, said dang it which is like yeah. You need to pray for bandwidth, my brother. I would like to say this Lord, because I lift I'm like up three his... rims over. Um, I actually Wireless have really good internet, but I uh, uh, currently plugged into my PS4. Anyway, um, so <laughs> I would say that, like you have, like Jesus trusts us as much as we have to trust Jesus. Like G- we have to know that Jesus has entrusted us with certain things. Uh, with the church has entrusted us with loving God and loving people. Uh, and within that, like that, it also goes into like, we, if you're not a Calvinist, then you don't necessarily have to believe in like the total depravity of the human being. Like we don't have to believe that we're all garbage scum people, Yeah, you know? And so that, that's, it's that's like comfortable to me for some reason, probably because I'm prone to self-loathing. Right. And uh, and so that's where, like, I mean, all my humor comes in self-deprecation because, like, it's yep. easy to make me look bad because I'm not going to actually feel bad about it in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So it's it's that sense of like, I think you can find peace and just understanding a little bit of that because, yeah, definitely Jesus does say our righteousness is like filthy rags or menstrual rags, right? More literal. Um, but at the same time, it's very like it's it's almost used as, as a, I don't know, like it's very militaristic in the way that Calvinists use that. Like they break can people down it. with that. Yeah, yeah, it can, yeah. I was, don't want to be generalized and all that shit. But, yeah, and, for sure. Andrew, uh, if you're out there, um, we're going to have you come on and, and debate Kenzie, by the way. Just a, <laughs> just a quick throwing down of the gauntlet. He says he's smarter than you. I don't think Stand that at all. Boo-boo. Stick your head in doo-doo. I think I can't <laughs> wait to have a conversation with you. I just want to learn more, to be honest, and I want to get your thoughts on things and all well, that. And, and he knew that you were going to debate yeah, he knew. <laughs> before he made you. He, he spoketh God, no. that thou shalt debateth Andrew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I guess what in so that was those were large detours, but I enjoyed it. That was kind of not even the purpose no, that of, was, of this episode. But Right, but I, I like that. Like it's important it's important to talk about stuff like that and it's important it because it is fun. Like it is cool to think about and like especially when you're stressed, it's nice to kind of get it out there and just be like, yo, this is like stuff that has been sitting with me, you know? Yeah. 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 It's well, that be, good because good. I because I because I fall I've I this is 
if nothing else, this podcast is a broken record of me being depressed or <laughs> or or feeling legalistic, and it and it's I always fall back on: Am I just not doing enough? For the Lord, am I looking at my phone too much when I should be reading my Bible? Am I watching TV yeah. when I should be praying? Am I not praying in the right way? Is there something to that, or or am I just 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 no. screwing myself? I, I I I lean heavily on that is not at all what this is about, and like my mom, she's very strict Pentecostal lady. Um, she struggles with anxiety. Um, she she believes that God has delivered her from her anxiety. But uh, those of us that are close to her, you know, we're not with that. We're doubting God. It's just there's still some anxiety, you know, that she's dealing with. She'll wake up with panic attacks, believing that she's not doing enough. That like she'll delete Facebook. Like I'm spending too much time on the computer, and it's just like you probably shouldn't be going to a Pentecostal church. It's not. <laughs> good for your anxiety at all you know and mm-hmm. she uh like my little brother um i tried to be uh, a voice of peace for him and my little sister she doesn't deal with it my little sister don't but my little brother does like he'll he'll he just totally feels that way sometimes and i'm like you got to understand that's you know that's not that is a way that like I mean, they can hold you down so much that it's such yeah. a huge weight. And God said, my, my, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I know that right. that contradicts that completely because that feels mm-hmm. like the whole world is on your shoulders when you have that mentality. Right. Yeah. And it just makes me feel like I'm, I'm never doing anything, but it's like, I don't, it's, I don't, well, and I, and I won't say that I, I never have when I'm, whenever I say I, whenever I speak in absolutes, I, I'm not a Sith. All right. I do. I do have <laughs> my moments. Um, but it's difficult for me to even figure out what does resting in him look like? What does resting in that piece look like? It's literally like a, it's, it's a switch. I can't just turn off. Yeah. I, I had to, for the longest time, like, especially just as I'm a super extroverted person, hardcore ADHD like talking itself is something that I love to do obviously uh and (laughs) as you can hear um but one thing that I actually had to figure out is like my quiet time actually comes when I'm like surrounded by my people like when I'm sitting in my room with all my friends like when I'm sitting at my house and we're all eating dinner together like that is so peaceful for me I, I was taught for so long, the only way you're going to get peace one-on-one time with God is when you're by yourself doing a journal, yeah, uh, no. like whatever, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, oh no, like I had to actually figure out that like for some people that works, but for me, what, yeah. what really is, is like, I hear God, I hear God in the moments of being surrounded, like yeah. for a Friendsgiving we had, we had 40 people in my house and I was like, this is the calmest I am. Like, this is the most at yeah. peace I am. This is where I'm finding God right now. Like, this is it. And so like, that's what I had to do is figure out that God in the quiet time for me isn't actually in, uh, when I'm reading my journal at five in the morning, like, no, oh, and it, man, if it's yeah. forced, like sometimes like, okay, so, and this, this, this helped me too. Like if I'm reading my Bible out of obligation, because I feel like I, I need to read my Bible every day, then it's, that's like the shittiest thing. Like if somebody, you know, if I was going to see my little brother and sister out of obligation because, well, I, I said I'd be here, so I'm going to be here, you I'm know, be here. let's get this over with, you know, 
that is the shittiest thing ever. But like, it's when if I, you know, there's times when I'm like, I want to, I want to read this verse because I have it on my mind. And I'm like, man, I, you know, I don't know about that. So I'll pick up the Bible and I'll read and I'll study. That's genuine seeking, you know, wisdom from God. And, you know, like, like Kenzie said, there's moments where like, or like sometimes it'll rain and I'm like, Oh my God, you know, God's here. Like he's everywhere. This is amazing. And then there's, like little quiet times, like when I'm like, it happens more often now when I'm at work because I don't have to think about things because I'm just willed. But like, I'll just, I'll talk to God for a minute, you know, I'll just take a yeah. time. Yeah. I'm not, my mind isn't engaged that I can just have a conversation with God. It's yeah. really awesome. Mine's usually, it's mine. That's funny too. Cause mine is usually movies are a big one. Uh, yeah. Movies, driving, listening to music. Yeah. Um, yeah even working out yeah it, it it is i guess maybe yeah that's this is this is hilariously mind-blowing because it's like <laughs> i because i do like literally and, and you're right just maybe it's not the right it's i will chastise myself if i don't have the exact correct like morning morning yeah. prayers or whatever right. like because praying on the on the drive to work doesn't count or whatever right but but it's also it, then i have to realize like i probably think about god more than yes. most people i know like we are is... in a constant conversation with god constant. i mean knowing that yeah. knowing that knowing yeah. god like we know him we are in a constant conversation with him yeah yeah i i also think like and this is probably gonna sound weird like well it'll sound weird to some maybe but like especially you know when you grow up in the church world or whatever you know everyone's like oh you gotta have your quiet time in the morning like you know you, you wake up you have quiet time. I'm like, for me though, I'm like, I'm not, I'm a night owl. Like I have my best, I have my best prayer times, my best conversations. I read so much at night because that's what I love. Like that is where my brain is like going. And it's like, when I have to think about like waking up, I'm like, I have to wake up and pray to God or like, I have to wake up and read my Bible where instead I'm like, when it's nighttime, I'm like, oh, I'm going to read, I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to read all of this and I'm going to do all of this. I'm going to break down. You know, it's just like, I get so much more going. And so like, that was also really hard in growing up in that is everyone's telling me you're connecting with God wrong, blah, 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 because you're not doing it in the morning. And like, I see that even like in my dad, like my dad was a night owl. I'm super similar to my dad. My dad was a night owl. And then he was like, well, I have to be an adult. I now have a kid. And so now like my dad has, it has taken years and he finally like flipped who he is in the sense of like, he wakes up early in the morning to have an hour devotional, which is super awesome. And I respect him so much for being able to do that because I cannot fathom trying to figure that out. Like, Oh, that's, that's like, so crazy for me. Isn't there like a lot of people that believe that like the most, like the, 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 the atmosphere between the physical and spiritual realm is the thinnest between like midnight and 2 a.m. or something like that. You're, Isn't there that, something that, like that? The witching hours, 2 30. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, oh, we used uh, to, we, and, and you say we used to. Because it works whenever, both ways. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, it's, when I was in the dark side, like when we were, when we were always, um, when we were tripping on mushrooms and stuff, it seemed like we would always, gl- whenever we would, Notice to look at a clock it was either 2 30 or 4 30 and we would always comment that's on bonkers it and, yeah like it happened so so often um yes i yeah yes. i mean i guess i i reality of our god and if we believe in our, our like and omnipotent then like it 
doesn't matter what time you do it. <laughs> like they're, they're, yeah. It's yeah. not going to make any difference between what time and what time. Uh, well, it, right. Yeah. Yeah. On a physical sense, it, your circadian really, that's why it's like, you really shouldn't, right, yeah. you don't, don't have important conversations. Don't have arguments late at night. Don't have important conversations late at night. Don't make big decisions right. late at night because you literally are a, like, if, like they're, you're, you're essentially mildly drunk. I mean, like you, you, I mean, literally mm-hmm. like you, your, your cognition is impaired. Right. I don't know. I think I'm the opposite. Uh, it's science. <laughs> oh, this was this was the other interesting. I wanted. To, okay, Mister Atheist. To, <clears throat> well, yeah. I, I'm, are you I'm surprised? Scientology now. Absolutely, my Tom Cruise are through the roof. Um, Tom Lord Cruise Zinu is a is god. With us. Tom Cruise is a god. I just watched Mission Impossible Fallout. He is a god. That would he? Does, that's what. Right, I, that, oh right, he is the perfect poster child for Scientology because obviously he has figured out the secret to immortality. <laughs> He, he, he has a spell he, of protection level twenty six around him. He broke his ankle right. and continued filming for that movie. Didn't feel it once your once your once your <laughs> dianetic count is 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 what Tom Cruise's is. You literally you don't feel pain anymore because he drinks the bloods of blood of infants. Right. No, but what I was going to say he, was he's so considered they, a. He's considered a deity in the science. Yeah, in like yeah, the he's there, yeah. Him, him and John Travolta are at a level that yeah. they can murder someone and it will be cleaned up for them. Is, is yeah, how it was well, they probably have. Yeah. They probably have just for ki- just for kicks, for fun. You know. Um, so no, what I was gonna say was they they uh, I was just reading about blackouts, and because people think, oh, I, I forget. Um, and what blackouts actually do, referring to alcohol blackouts specifically, but what it does is it prevents your brain from being able to make new memories, right? Yeah. So the 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 discussion then became weird, like we're not living our life so much as reading the Cliff's Notes from our brain, right? Like mm-hmm. if. If we can't create memories, we essentially don't live. And it was just, you understand what I'm saying? It's like, if Mm -hmm. I can't remember what happened, did it happen? But it did happen, but that means how I perceive life is nothing more than me reading a book about my life or watching a movie about my life. Right. And it's just, that is just mind-blowing to me about just the nature of like, what all of this is and all yeah. that reality and like you know that's bring up dreams how you know does that make <laughs> dreams more real if that's actually happening in our mind that's interesting yeah, what if would oh, that that'd be a cool i guess that's freddy krueger but that would be a cool <laughs> idea of just like that dreams do you are creating worlds in some alternate reality have you have you um, I, it doesn't necessarily have a lot to do with that, but have you heard of uh, Dr. Eben Alexander? No, I have not. He was so he, Dr. He, Seuss. similar. Um, <laughs> similar. He so he's a neuroscientist, uh, and he he's one of the people who like he's like I died and I went to heaven and then I came back. But oh, okay. his story is so different than everyone else who claims that because you know everyone else is like there was the light and I hugged my <laughs> grandparents and you know, yeah. that whole deal. And then, it, and, and his is like, well, so here's the thing. I like 
what happened was my brain you should you should research him he's actually on an episode of a podcast called the deconstructionists which is a really good podcast oh yeah I like um, the yeah so look them up they're super awesome guys uh um, you had uh dan coke on here go back to episode yeah. in the mm-hmm. 30s i think yeah i remember that that was one of the first episodes no is that, that a dan coke podcast uh, no, but he's friends with them, and they've okay, they've so hopped on that. Uh, he's hopped Dan on that Coke with them before. Dan Coke is cool as shit. Yeah. Uh, if Dan uh, Coke is listening to this, hey, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what he talks about is when a lot of people die, you can actually, like, scan their brain. And, like, when they die, the thing – and this actually almost goes back a little bit to what Tyler was talking about – is, like, but right before they die, what happens is that that piece of our brain that starts dreaming – goes off like it Mm -hmm. go like it goes berserk yes now the difference he had is i'm excited about that man when he died is the tumor or whatever was on that so that didn't go off so he never had that experience of like look at all this cool stuff but he talks about how when he died it was literally like he was like there i was and all of a sudden i was staring at this cosmic entity and there was literal like this chorus and he goes i i could and he was talking about how actually insanely beautiful the not picturesqueness necessarily of it was uh he has a book that he wrote all about it i highly recommend is he a christian now or something yeah he is okay he's a christian because of that or he was no he was i'm pretty sure he was already a christian but that i now i would i think he probably falls more now he's christian level three yeah 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 he is he got there which is very hard one, it excites me. I'm super excited about whether or not if it's just a little period of time, maybe that's Abraham's bosom, and that's what's going to be the period of time before New Jerusalem or depending on what theory you believe in and all this stuff. But that that eternity that's going to be in our mind, I think I, that's awesome to think about. And then I, two, I also – I'm sorry. No, no. <laughs> I also yeah, think it's awesome to – I'm super excited – for God to not look anything like any of us imagine him to look yeah. like. And then that yeah. be incredibly beautiful in right. a way that we w- could have never even imagined. Like that right. is so and, exciting. And that, and, and I can totally, totally, um, I, like heaven is so imaginable for me because it's just, I'm so conscious of what I lack that I, it's just like this world could be so perfect if it, if it, it's just like, when you when we've all had that moment of bliss and then there's just a but or it ends it's like the the crescendo of a song and then it's over though it's just like that but it would never end yeah. right you know or it's just just finally having that puzzle piece put back in and you were just one like ugh, it's bad. right hurry up with it good grief right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah did i tell you my 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 like hell near death experience no, I just had, and it was so terrifying. Well, so it was, um, I was, oh yeah. I mean, granted I was very intoxicated, but I was, no, like, yeah, um, <laughs> I was, I had like some residual LSD and I was shooting up cocaine and I hit like an overdose. I was in, I had locked myself in a bathroom. Um, I had stolen money from my roommate to get the cocaine, she was gone though, and I'd lock myself in a bathroom, and I'd turn the shower on with hot water, and I turn the faucet on, and I turn the fan on, because when you shoot up cocaine, you get a, a very intense auditory hallucination that makes. Um... Did you ever see uh, Superman Returns, the Brian Singer one? Yeah. Yes. 
Do you remember when he was using his super hearing? This is very yeah, random. and everything sounded metallic and tingy. Uh-huh. That's exactly what it sounds like. Um, oh. So anyway, I hit like an overdose shot, and I apparently had some sort of mini stroke, miniature heart attack, something. Um, I went blind. I collapsed. Uh, I started seizing, and I went. Even though I went blind, I saw nothing but red and the hot. The shower, I guess, was on hot, so there was steam and heat at this point. And I've, I'd had up before that, I'd had overdoses, I'd had near death experiences that were always peaceful, and I had a mm-hmm. sense of, okay, good, I can go now. And right. this was the first time it was like you are going to die, and you are not going anywhere good. Right. I was absolutely terrified. And then right. and then my roommate kicked the door down and demanded her money and I was trying to speak the words that I'm dying and she just started kicking me and it was a good time. Um but that wow. was yeah, it was awful. But that was the that was the absolute terror, terror. But then then the other time like the coma I had where that was where I realized that nothingness i mean it's literally it's nothing you don't right you don't think you don't never came out of that then right you know i you just don't it's it's literal nothing you just there's no you just aren't you just aren't yeah it's bizarre yeah like just aren't even yeah you just aren't i mean you can't even traveled you know like I, i was in one place the last thing i remember and i'll never forget was Man vs. Wild was on TV. I had started. To, I had started to have a seizure, and so the world it looked like it was an earthquake. And I laid down on the couch, and I remember seeing Bear Grylls horizontally. And uh, then I woke up four days later. Jeez, to a priest and to <laughs> angels, maybe I don't know who knows, but to a priest is what I woke up to. Wow, wow, yeah. So, and then I've talked to Brad had one too. Um, and he described the same thing of just, of just black. But I think, I also think that, or it's my complete opinionated, you know, no evidence, personal belief that, um, that I like that when you die, everyone just goes into nothingness, but we will all come to at the same time when heaven is brought down or whatever. And that time span will be like nothing so it'll right. just be yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. however long it is well, it'll be it'll be nothing right there's that thought I, I love of that uh, idea go yeah. ahead kinsey no i was just gonna good? say there's that there's that thought of like because like m- because maybe spirituality in the realm of the spiritual and heaven and all of that and god all exists outside of time outside then is it time. that that is it that when we die we all like when you whatever transition and transcend into heaven or whatever that when you do that you're just there with all the people and it's i it it's as if you all died at the same time because you all yeah you know you live outside of it and all of that yeah. yeah oh that's so crazy <laughs> I, I i love that idea um and it just it makes total sense um in my mind of knowing that okay there's no tears in heaven all that stuff which mm-hmm. can be debated whatever but it just it just seems like just such a big, big thing. Like, and especially if it's like, so if it's a place we go in our mind, 
people can exist that we want to exist that maybe don't exist there. You know what I mean? Like it's I, just it's a lot to think about. And that that the last episode of Lost. Um, spoilers. If nobody's, please watch oh, every no. episode. Of yeah, Lost. if you haven't seen Lost, go back please and watch it. Please watch now. every episode. But right when now, they all end up, this. when they all end up in the church, yeah, and even people that ain't dead yet are there. Yeah, that's just like that's because, oh that guy gave me chills. That's awesome. Weird. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. I do. It will. Uh, it's like it. Uh, it. It could be so wonderful. I do yes. think it'll be physical because it talks about that. I mean, the the whole re- redeemed and and it's it's the kind of the whole thing of if this is the creation and it is good. It's like it doesn't seem like he's going to scrap the whole thing, the whole design. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It it would just be going back to originally. Right. Yeah. Screw like, that it, whole part where it talks about new heaven and new earth. That's not going to happen. Then. <laughs> well, but does it does it say that he'll destroy Earth, or that it just comes down into it, or what, or what, what have you? I don't know. I think that that's you think where... that's what the black hole collisions are going on right now. Is that like no. God's literally like it's God's a construction like, zone He's out just there. trying everything He's just like... out. He's just yeah. seeing if it works. Uh, honestly, yeah, I think that that's where it's just kind of like I I don't know. I think I could see like whether it's total renewal, but we also talk about how like we're made new, right. You know, and, and we are now new beings after, uh, a- after salvation and, and all of that. So I think that it can be, what are you laughing at? <laughs> I just, I just, I just got this mental image of God just up there. All right, well, set this up. We're going to see if this shit works. All right. <laughs> and then like he hits the button. Shh. Shit, we can't put that much in it. Oh my god! Oh my god. Right. <laughs> or it's it's like God was thinking he was gonna bit. do the the now kiss meme where he has the two pigeons and he's like now kiss, <laughs> yeah. but he just smashes two universes together. <laughs> uh. Mike Tyson is God. Uh. I, I think it does also have to be something far. Well, I I flip flop between it's something so far beyond our comprehension that it'll be irrecognizable or that it's going to have flavors of this because mainly all i want is to be able to talk to animals and like control them and be cool with them and like lay down have, with lions and stuff yeah have you ever right. read uh well, I, like, you, I think it's both possible i think, I think yeah if, while we're winding down and we're losing consciousness we got our time to have our own little heaven experience and then we have the real one that we don't right. know we, that's what we want we just don't know that's what we need um, I think also it's like have you have you read the la- have have you guys read Chronicles of Narnia and yeah. have you read the last book? I have not. I didn't read the last one. Okay, got to the silver chair. I, I would highly recommend reading the last one because it, it is it kind of pulls an end to everything. Uh, you could read it like right now without having you have read any of the other ones really, uh, uh, as long as you know the basic story of it. But the oh, final I'm battle, do that then, because I don't uh, read all them books. Right, the final exactly. battle is is so cool. It's really interesting. It's it almost goes into this like uh, semi universalist type existence uh, in which everyone dies, but instead of being like you're going to hell, you're going to heaven, or whatever, uh, how Aslan or God separates. Uh, separates the like sheep from the goats or however you want to break it down yeah, is like, like all the ones who didn't believe actually still get to go to heaven. Like all the animals, right? All the animals that still believed get to go to heaven, but they don't get to talk, but they still get to experience it. Just not to the fullest. 
and all the ones that did, they do get to talk. All the people, they get to remain human and they get to be uh, and they get to and they get the full enjoyment of it. Whereas those who don't, they still get an aspect of it. But it, it's that sense of even how we look at like Genesis account, because, again, Genesis doesn't talk about animals. You know, it's people go back and sure, the animals got to deal with it, but the animals never really like left perfectness necessarily they still existed within perfectness they just weren't recognizing that it was perfect because they were animals uh so like there's there's that whole thing which i really love about that book i I highly recommend you read it it's it's really good that's the other thing about heaven is i'm gonna chill well first is gonna be q a session with god and i want to be able to go back and watch the cliff notes of history and i want to watch some battles and like i want to watch netflix of the world of history (laughs) you know what i'm saying that would be yeah um, and then I also <laughs> want to like insert myself into it. I guess that's a very, like, I think all of our, or mine, at least my ideas of heaven are essentially like, well, and it's funny. Cause like when I was a kid, I swear to you, I was able to create worlds that I could play in. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, and yeah. they were yeah. border, borderline. Dude, like fantasy was tactful. reality. Like I could yes. touch them almost like, mm-hmm. and then slowly it's just, I lost it. I lost that ability. Yep. And yeah. then I found acid and it came back. And but, no. <laughs> but it wasn't what I wanted. No, I also wanted to push back on the naysayer because this is a common misconception. And I just want to say this about near that near death experiences and everyone just throws out, oh, that's just DMT that gets released in your brain when you die. Like, false. That's a theory. So let's just throw that right out there. Damn. Which again is why I would say read uh, read Eben Alexander. Uh, he's, his book is really, really good. You think he'd come on here? Yeah, he probably would if you reach out to him. He's right. dude. He he'll talk to you about the crazy stuff too. Like he he's so open awesome. about that. So uh, okay, yeah, I bet he would. Cause, I will. Cause I really want to talk to him now. Yeah, I want to be like, listen, bro, are you lying? Are you, <laughs> come on, hey, you can come tell on. me. I'm not you gonna can, tell anyone. Be cool, be cool. I, I hit Yo, stop. Cool. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear, dude. I swear. I swear. It's <laughs> that red button. That's the off button. That's the it's, off button. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> That, yeah, be cool, uh, um, but yeah, no, he probably would. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, yeah, and the best part will be we'll get to kick it with you guys up there. Well, yeah, no, and and I'm still, <laughs> I, I still how I, how I reconcile, and I, I, it is funny. I do understand how atheists say we have to go through so Christians go through so many mental gymnastics to to explain things, but like how I reconcile how can all of human suffering be worth it is that because we are stuck in time that for all I know, um, the world was created. We fell everything, the Holocaust, everything happened. The last battle, whatever we're redeemed. We're in heaven. And all of that happened like that. Right. And it's, we are just like in a black hole. Things get spaghettified. Like we are just experiencing Kind of like what you're talking about. We're just experiencing it in this long, drawn-out thing, but in reality, mm-hmm. it's it's nothing. It's a vapor. Yeah. Right. Oh, nothing yeah. makes sense. <laughs> nothing I love makes that. sense. Like, it, time is... I think time is... I, I don't know. I just, I'm of the opinion that time is definitely limited by the invention of the timeline. I think that time probably is not in a line. That's how we interpret time. It's probably more akin to being circular or something else, you know? Like, it just makes more sense. Like, so, not not reincarnation or anything like that, but if time is in a circle, it makes more sense because deja vu, 
would be your last memory, right? At that moment, oh, that's, that's basically your last memory. Interesting. It so makes like, so much more sense. So wait, so deja vu would be that like you literally have been there before, and time is catching up to you. No, wait, it's time that. is in a circle. So okay, like I said, throw out. You know, I'm not saying reincarnation or anything like that, but if time is in a circle, then it would be like a memory. If like you're you're at this one point on this circle right behind you or right in front of you, you just passed over that same spot even though you hadn't been there before. It's just that time is in so a circle. So it's kind of like the record skips on or or or, or it's just like or like in in Mario when you run through those little tape things for the savior level, it'd be like <laughs> Well, I mean, like it would it would feel like a memory because that's what deja vu feels like is okay. a memory. That's that's interesting. But it's just that so, it's in a circle. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. There's definitely science. a stop and end. There's definitely one you know one thing, but it would just feel like a memory because it's all connected. I just I just think that time is misunderstood. However, it's, I do too. I think time keeps keeps on ticking, ticking, ticking into the future. <laughs> slipping, slipping, oh, slipping. Oh, yeah. okay. Did I completely misquote that? You did. Naughty, naughty. It was both versions. Cool. Steve Miller version and the Seal version. <laughs> Dude, Seal is legit. Um, well, well, this was good. Let's y'all y'all want to do a bonus? Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. All right, so guys, if y'all want to hear the continuation of this conversation, go to patreoncom backslash church and other gr- church and other drugs. Correct. You gotta donate a uh, minimum of fifty dollars per month. Uh, sure, sure, a dollar. <laughs> no, uh, all you guys support does mean the world to me. Um, and send me an email, church on the drugs at gmail dot com. Um, some things coming up. We got uh, Doctor Heiser is coming back on the show to talk about his book, be Angels. Uh, looks like we're having the. Um, Kenzie Andrew debate coming up. Um, it's not a debate. It is a debate, and <laughs> we're going to try to get it. the uh, the dude that died and saw some entity on here. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so all That's this all and more is. on the next Dragon Ball Z. <laughs>